friends, it's your girl Nella Rose and welcome to the Red Carpet Treatment, brought to you by the Brit Awards with MasterCard. So today we have a very, very, very talented young individual. Not only did she go to the Brit School, but she also graced us with her presence at the Brit Red Carpet. She is a singer and songwriter, very talented one at that. We have the very beautiful Gracie. Hello. Hello, my sister. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very happy that you're here. I'm happy that I'm here. I've already moved this small object uh, many times. Uh, it is real. Mm -hmm. so this fun. is a real brill. This it is, is real. ultimately the goal. Uh, yeah, it is. It's also like the coolest like weight you could have. Like if you're in the gym, quick one, two, okay. Literally, I don't think people realize like how heavy it is. Like Super it's not heavy. a light thing. All right, so Gracie, welcome to Nella Rose's Brit Awards Red Carpet. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, yeah, welcome, my sister. Okay, so exciting stuff. The first time that you actually graced the Brit Awards Red Carpet was in 2021. It was. So how was that for you? It was quite chaotic. I, it was my <laughs> first red carpet. I, I'm a little pandemic pop star, so I literally... Went into like the lockdown with like one stream. Really? I came out with a cheeky top ten. Oh. It's a win, a win and a loss. A win is a win. All, a yeah, win is a win. A win is a win. <laughs> a win, is a win. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely imposter syndrome central when I was on the red carpet. So you was on the red carpet with a bunch of celebrities that you must have like been admiring for years and years oh, and sure. years. It was that. So how how was it for you? Because I remember my first red carpet. I was like, is that P Diddy? Okay, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So, what did, do? what did I do? Yeah. I just let him walk past me and I froze. I didn't even interview him. It was a... I was like... <coughs> it was one of the... It was Statue Girl. It's like... Oh, no. Literally froze. Yeah. Literally froze. Honestly, so, yeah, how was it for you? Yeah, it was the exact same situation. I think I felt like I was on, like, a... I was, like, the a winner of, a, like, a go to the Brit Awards kind competition. of competition. <laughs> like, I literally was, like, walking the carpet, like, barely walking my heels, just like, yo, hey, guys. <laughs> um, it was a big old mess, and I think as well, like, obviously, when you're on the carpet and no one knows who you are, it's mm. kind of, like, a fun place to be, because you can kind of just be like, yeah, 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 no, you have to talk to me, but, like, actually no one knows who I am. Yeah. like, <laughs> free reign. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so it was, it was really fun. I think I was, like, just, yeah, getting to, like, be within those kind of, Artist that usually I'm like the songwriter, so I'm like on the other side of it. So it's, it's been, it's really, really cool. So you released a song not too long ago called Lonely Heart with Jax Jones and Martin Solveig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you going through? <laughs> what were you going through? What have I not been through? No. Oh, she's dope. It's so funny because when I was actually putting together my like set list for my tour, I was like, God, this girl be sad. She's so sad. But that's what I people was, relate to, though. Yeah, I think as well. Like it's just easier when you're um, when you're in like a weird, sad place, just mm. to get it out. It gives me like a reason to be like, okay, it's not too bad because at least I got like an EP worth of songs out of this. Is that like breakup. your therapy then? A little bit, I yeah. think so. It's weird because I went for a period of um, my career where I completely lost my voice. Like I had to have surgery on my voice. Mm -hmm. I couldn't actually sing, and like that was like such a weird time to like. And is that was that vocal nodules? It was. It was indeed. I have no idea what that is, babe. Like nodules is essentially like 
it just means you can't sing. There's like things on your voice, which means like you just can't properly sing. So I had to have it like operated on. What do you mean? Like they had to like laser. They lasered laser off something yeah, off your throat. Were, yeah, and I couldn't speak for like two months. <gasps> I would, I would not be able to survive. Trust me. <laughs> no Are you joking? I no. was literally like, but through that period, it definitely made me be like, okay, music is so much more than just like a fun thing I enjoy. Like I realized how amazing it is as like a tool to get my emotions out, but also for like how much I appreciate other people's music. Because yeah. when you don't physically have a voice, it like made me really calm to be able to like listen to other listen. people kind of articulate mm -hmm. how I was feeling and stuff. So tell me about how you blew up during COVID because you've been a songwriter for years. What made you want to take the decision that it's like, I don't want to be behind the scenes anymore. I want to be on the main stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I like went through this breakup and I was like, I was, you know, I think I was like 19 at the mm -hmm. time. 19 or 20, and I was like really sad about it. And I wrote this song, um, and I was, it was really just like one that I couldn't give away. Like I tried to pitch it, I tried to like put it in someone else's kind of world, and I just couldn't. It felt so Personal. me. And then I just followed that feeling for the rest of my project. And like mm. whenever I feel like I don't want to give it away, yeah. it feels like it's a me song. So it's kind of how I work on it at the moment. It's crazy because, you know, because you're a songwriter, I never thought that songwriters actually, like, wrote songs and felt like, oh, no, wait, this is my baby. I actually don't want to give it away. It is. It's like, a, I, yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like you just have a gut feeling. And yeah. I think I've always been someone that you just get a gut feeling with things. And, mm. like, even if, like, even if it doesn't, like, do well, it's like mm. that's a moment in my life like that. I'm like, cool, staple. Yeah. I always know where I am um, from just, like, looking back at my music. I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, she was such a sad girl. Oh, mm -hmm. she was kind of getting better. Yeah. Or she's sad again. Oops, oopsie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Music is everything to me because, say, for example, I'm going through a breakup. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go look for the breakup songs. Like, I'm already sad, but I want to I wanna make it worse. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to make it worse. Yeah. I'm already crying. I want to burn. <laughs> so now I'm going to find the breakup song and I'm going to be there. Like, oh. <laughs> and it's like, I'm not wiping the tears. I'm just crying. Oh, no, no, no. It's, mm -hmm. it's like when um, when Taylor released Folklore, I literally, mm -hmm. I would weep on, in my bed. Yeah. I was lying there listening to This Is Me trying, just like... <sighs> like Do you actually scream? No, no, no. That was really, that was quite the moment. What was so weird is like, I was going through a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and then when I was at the Brit Awards um, after COVID, I was sat, and like, bear in mind, like, this album, like, got me through, like, some bad mums. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there at the table, and I literally, like, right to my left was Taylor Swift. <gasps> Did you say hi? No, I could, I actually, I didn't, I couldn't speak, I couldn't speak. I actually could not speak. Yeah. I was literally just frozen. As a, my manager has a video of me, because it was all, like, social distancing, so you had to be, like, table of twos. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, sitting with her gorgeous friend, and I was literally just there, like, I could not move my I arms. I would have so I was at like, least like tried to sneak like a picture, something. Oh, I think it was just because like there's nothing I could have said to explain to her how much mm -hmm. um, her music had helped me through yeah. that period. And I think that's what like I think when I think of like any of 
my fans, mm -hmm. however many or small amount of them there are. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a human out there has connected to you through your music, that is like the most honest thing that you could say and put into the world. Like, that is so magical knowing how it feels, not only as like a like fan of music, a but fan, as an artist yeah. now. Like, yeah. I think that's what I love so much about being an artist instead of a songwriter. That is like my favorite thing. You've got the best of both worlds now. So we're basically going to be playing a little game now. As you can see here, I have a silver trunk of Gold. mystery. Love. And basically, I'm going to be pulling out objects from this trunk. And each object is going to be a clue to a story that you have to tell me. What you get I that trunk? Got, got junk in my trunk, child. <laughs> okay, so are you ready to play? I think so. Go on. So, this one's kind of personal to you. Oh, no. Oh, yes. I'm quaking in my boots. So, I've got two little cherries here, and I'm going to balance them on my pinky right. finger. My pinky finger. Oh, God, oh, no, I, wonder, I what, wonder what the clue is. This is such <laughs> a lame thing to have to talk about. Oh, no. So, when you was seven years old, you wrote your first ever song. I did, yeah. And it was called? Pinky finger with a cherry on top. <laughs> <laughs> you like you like annoying. You like annoying. You like annoying. Do you want to like kind of like demo this? Should I give you a beat? Three, two, one, go. Okay, let me. Oh, it's 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 more up tempo than I'm used to. Oh, but... should I? Do... No, no, it's perfect. It's perfect. Nah, nah. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Eight, five, six. Pinky finger with a cherry up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Pinky Pinky with a cherry on top. Now you could have been a rapper. <laughs> you could have been a rapper. Not the rap. Surely not. It's like, it's like, Pinky Finger with a cherry on top. Smile together and never ever stop. Frowns are bad, but smiles are good. Keep it through the neighborhood. That was um, amazing. But interesting fact, that means you've been writing music since you were seven years old. I have, yeah. Which is very crazy because at seven, I wasn't writing anything. I was like, what? Styling my Barbie's hairs. Like, do you know what I mean? That's still cute. That's still cute. Yeah, I was still doing the same. Mm. I was just hum, hum, humming. I had the audacity to, like, come home and, um, and like, get up on YouTube, like, karaoke's mm -hmm. of, like, Gwen Stefani songs and be like, love what you've done here, Gwen mm. and Pharrell. However, <laughs> let me just rework this top line. Let me just remix. come up with my own lyrics. <laughs> let me kind of, like, do my own little spin. Yeah, little yeah. remix girl. Um, and they can only be described as awful. All right, so are you ready for our next Park. clue? Okay, yeah, yeah. Here I have a shopping list of things I need and things I don't need. So mm. thing, things I need, I need milk, I need bananas, I need bread. Things I don't need, I don't need a white dress, I don't need a diamond, I don't need empty pleasure, and I don't need... Love. Oh, I wonder. That song rings a couple bells, goddamn. No, you know so... what though? I don't think anyone's we're gonna get it because the, the title of the song is like literally at the end. And I don't <laughs> sing the end bit when I do yeah. it live. I'm literally like too busy jumping. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't need love. But that song actually got you nominated for your first Brit. Yeah, yeah. So how exciting. Yeah, was it was one of those ones where like, I'd always dreamt of it, but mm -hmm. I didn't actually anticipate it like 
Well, when it happened, I got it was tears, 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 tears. The, the girl was upset. The, the girl, girl was distraught. It was no makeup on the eyes. Ooh. It was all down the cheeks. <laughs> no, the worst one is when the mascara is dragging down the yeah. eyes. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, like, little streaky. And I'm like, oh, not her. Not, not that girl in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you wrote a song called Don't Need Love. What are the other top things that you do not need in your life right now? Great question. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't need... I guess I don't need the prices to keep going up in, in the world. Mm -hmm. I don't, don't need, need that. The, the price of heating, no, the price of water. We don't need cheating, man. We definitely don't need that. Okay, next prop. I don't know how you're going to guess this. I have a bucket hat that says Australia, and it's got an 18 birthday badge on there. So, yeah, what do you think this could mean? Honestly, don't have a clue. 18. Gracie, think Australia, 18. I've, I've never been. This is the kind of story that you tell your kids. You wrote a song with Kylie Minogue at oh, 18. Okay, okay. I'm going to be that kind of parent that is like, if my kids are 18 sitting around doing niche, I'm going to be like, listen, when I was your age, I was writing songs with Kylie Minogue. Like, that's the kind of story you don't drop. You're going to keep hearing that like, story till you move out my house. But you want to lounge around and wake up at 12 or 18 when I was writing songs with, well, when Gracie was writing songs with Claim it. Claim it. Yeah. Claim it. It's our story. <laughs> Literally, it's our story. So, kids, if you're watching this, get up 5 a.m. I want the house clean by 5.30. Thank you. So, Kylie, what's she like? What does she smell like? Um, she's so <laughs> beautiful and small and gorgeous and is amazing she? she is. I would imagine her to be quite tall. I know, it's because she gives off tall energy, but she is yeah. quite, she's quite small. I remember being like, oh my God, you're such a small, gorgeous pop star. I was like, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously that was, that was insane. I, mm. I got to work with her. How did that come tunes. about? This was when I was in my, I was like really going for it. And I just mm. kind of, yeah, like weaseled my way into like, some some writing sessions and then I was working with her producers and then yeah they, they ended up bringing Kylie in I was absolutely gagged if I was 18 Kylie Minogue enters the room I'm not focusing I'm not writing no music how would you write a song for me like what do you start with what inspires you do you have like any not rituals but like do you have any things that you do that get you like in the mood to start writing music because I know you're not in the mood all the time yeah, I feel like it's just chatting. Like, you get in the room, especially yeah. if you're with another artist, or if I'm doing it for me, like, I'll just, I'll just chat, just mm -hmm. chit-chat away, and then you land on something where you're like, that would be a really cool idea. Yeah. One of my mates has always said, like, if it feels fun, you're doing it right. And, mm. like, every song, even if it's, like, a heartbreak song, it's been really fun to write, because it's even, like... Ah, how? Because <laughs> it's therapeutic. It's, like, it's a good vibe. Like, it makes you feel, like, really... Like fulfilled, like you like feel it's a like, release. Yeah, so you're taking a big, big old breath. So Brit Awards 2023. Do you have any hopes to be nominated for anything? Uh, I mean, maybe, but I, I feel like I've been writing a lot this year. Yeah. So I hope that some of the some of the tunes I've been writing will get a little nommy nommy nommy. A little nommy nommy nommy. I'm also just excited to like see the shows come back like the mm -hmm. Brit Awards is such a beautiful like show it's like such a celebration mm -hmm. and um I really really loved like last year 
I think like Little Sims performance smashed it. was Absolutely just like being able to see that was like I was like watching history. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's insane. Yeah, just I think the show is is really special. Always yeah. be such a special thing. It's a big night for everyone. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I yeah. think as well, like it's also like you see your peers and you celebrate other people's music and other people's work and just yeah. like it's such a great evening. Hopefully, I'm going to be seeing you for sure. We're going to have the matching wristbands and um, hopefully we'll be saying next to each other, Kiki and... Absolutely. You're going to go up to Taylor Swift and I'm going to go up to Adele. I did. Okay. Because okay. I freeze when I see Adele. So it's yeah, like... Yeah, well, I've I, never if... seen Adele. I feel like I would do the same thing for Adele. Yeah, I Who would... else would you freeze for? Adele. Adele and anyone else? Adele. I think I'd freeze for Adele, Taylor and Rihanna. And Adele. I want to know what is the Gracie look? Simply because I've seen you like, you know, dressing like comfy clothes. Like today you're wearing a nice two-piece. And then I see you on the red carpet and you're slaying. I'm talking maxi dress, heels. I even saw you with a choker one time. Don't play with me. What is the Gracie look? Because I feel like you can switch it up. But I want to know what your signature look is. The vibe. I think like... I'm really into, like, I like mixing kind of, like, feminine energy and masculine kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. Like, I love it being super sussy, just something that makes you feel the best version of yourself, like, the highest yeah, version yeah, of yourself. Yeah. Just dress up and, like, have fun with it. I think Creating that's what, the look yeah, as well. Yeah, like, that's what fashion's about, I think. So yeah. that's, like, my main brief. I just want to feel, like, fierce and, like, you know. If you're in that situation as well where you're on a red carpet around people that you're, like, trying to be this, like, cool version of yeah. I think it's like so important to be feeling that way. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it definitely it's not me that I had someone doing my hair and makeup. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I do too. Sometimes a girl just knows what a girl wants, oh, for, uh, and uh, a girl's the only one that can provide it for herself. For sure, for sure. So, Thank you. Mm -hmm. All right, so you have served some amazing looks on the red carpets, if I do say so myself. So basically, we're going to be playing a really fun game called Serve or Swerve. So I'm going to be pulling up some of your red carpet looks, and you need to talk me through the look and tell me whether it was a serve or a swerve and you will never wear it again. Okay, cool. Okay, so this was you at the Brit Awards in 2021. You're wearing like a lime dress with like a high slit. So yeah, I'm absolutely in love with this look. I feel like it's really timeless, especially because of like the silk dress. Talk me through this look and do you think it is a serve or a swerve? Thank you so much. Um, yeah, this whole look is GCDS. This was like my first, obviously my first Brit Awards. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, like I need to feel slay, I need to feel cute. Mm -hmm. um, so I had to go for the high pony um, and then this I just like tried on and instantly was like yeah this was the first one I tried on and I was like this is it like you I literally, knew it you literally said yes to the dress straight away I said Period. yes to the dress you say yes to the dress minute. and then and the thing is as well I think like a lot of it is in the detailing of like the accessories the accessories yeah you're seen to be sporting the wristband which is absolutely fine but did you know that you're actually supposed to wear the wristband once you get inside and off the carpet yeah so I didn't know that until until well actually you know what I did it anyway, and I was just like, yes! You wore the wristband on the red carpet! Crazy! It's so, it's so low. It's so crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my God! My biggest moment of my life, and I put my wristband on my, and I like, And you were like, flexing it as well, you said. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh. So, 
Absolutely would wear again. I think it's a serve mm -hmm. and not so much a serve with the old wristband. Okay, so the second look is after your Brit Awards nomination performance. Mm -hmm. And you are wearing one of my favourite brands. So you're wearing a Mugler bodysuit with yeah. like some baggy cargoes and yes. black trainers. Yes. Love, it's giving Sporty Spice love. Oh, you, you know how to make me blush. <laughs> yeah, again with the high ponytail, I was just like, there's, a, there's this is my sass thing apparently. Yeah, no, I think this one actually, um, again, probably too much information, I was doing a performance with Joel Corey and um, I wasn't wearing a bra, so like my boots hat, so that was fun. Um, that was super fun. And yeah. then again with the detailing, like what I love is like the intricate detailing of this one's like really high up tied and that one's not. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just really great thought process before going on the red carpet here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think overall this is a big serve and this brand is yeah. unreal. And you're actually wearing the earrings that I really, really want, the Fendi ones. Oh my God, I was going to wear those today. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? We got to go go. We got to go go. But yeah, I feel like this whole look is perfect and it meshes so well together. Oh, thanks, Queen. But what would you rate this, a serve or a swerve? Okay, yeah, so I think it's a serve. Yes, definitely. Also, no regrets. Do you know what I mean? Period. Okay, so this one, this last look I'm about to show you, breathtaking. Gracie, oh. breathtaking. So you are wearing a black oh. dress that crisscrosses kind of like at your chest area. Yes. You're wearing a high ponytail, but this time with a side swoop. Yes, we switched it up. Mm -hmm. Switch it up. You've got the Mew Mew bag. You've mm. got the pointy stilettos. Yes. And you also have a wristband on. Again. What did we learn? Listen, we learned what? nothing. We learned nothing. What we do is we like make the same mistake again and again. And worse and then because we this, cry one's, about it. this one's neon green. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure. And gorgeous all black moment. Yes. Neon green wristband. Bam! I got into the Brits, period. <laughs> <laughs> this is proof. <laughs> I'm keeping it, Mom. You can't tell me to take it off. <laughs> Literally. It's like, you know, like when you go to like, your first festival and you keep your wristband oh, on. Oh, you keep all your and wristbands. It's dirty. Mm -hmm. It's actually like my my um, wristband from Reading when I was like 16. I like think I kept it on for a good eight months and my mum no. was like, get it off. <laughs> I don't get it. But yeah, this look, I think this look is so timeless. Thank you. I actually really loved my makeup here as well. I was like, Same. with the swooshy earrings, I was like, ah. Love, 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 love. And also, fun fact, this so this whole look is Mew Mew, but mm -hmm. I actually put my... The straps were supposed to go in the back. So I found that out afterwards. But... <laughs> but... You need to start consulting with me before you go up the coffee. <laughs> How do you put the back straps at the front? I don't understand. <laughs> no, because I think I did it in, like, the fitting, and then I was, like, kind of cute. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like... We're gonna do it. Like I yeah. like it. That's how I like tried it on. But I'm sure the people at Mimi were like the person that designed this gorgeous dress was like, never let her wear our things again. <laughs> What's wrong with this girl? Um, but you know, I felt really cute and I felt mm. really like I was like felt like I was like in Paris. I was like Ooh, Paris. I was like oh just like the little me after the Brits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one was really cute and this was an actual proper Brits as well where like mm -hmm. you could like watch people perform and like yeah. it was great. So. I think it's a serve. Thank you, Gracie, for being here. You've been amazing. And thank you to everybody at home for listening to the Red Carpet Treatment. We will be back with some more juicy fashion, music, and live chats with your favorite artists. Please hit that subscribe or follow button so you don't miss a thing.